And welcome back to another Detroit Pierce podcast. We got a great podcast, a little preview about the lines, a little talk about it to play football, basketball, NBA, maybe even a little NHL, MLB. It's tis the season. Every sport has something to talk about, isn't it? But but isn't it great that sports is back? That's what's so great to me, honestly. Honestly, that's what's so great. I just love it. I love the fact that sports are back. But first, let's start with the Lions. Let's talk about how the fact that the Lions have the toughest schedule in the NFL, finishing it out. The toughest schedule. It's actually, this isn't just my opinion. This is rated the toughest schedule in the NFL. That kind of stinks. It's good and bad. Let me explain. It's good because, like, we get rid of. I like Bevel. The players like Bevel, but we get rid of Bevel. It's also good because if we lose the next four games and we what five and eleven, that's not the worst thing either. That gets us what a top 11, 10, a top ten pick somewhere in that 9 to 12 range, that's a good solid player. Now, it's a little early to do mock drafts, so I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, you know who I want? Parsons, or I want Zach Wilson, even though I really like Zach Wilson's out of BYU. I really like that kid, even though he just lost to Coastal Carolina. Still like that kid a lot. But I'm just saying the quality of players, because you don't, this is what my dad always says, you don't just get the you don't get the first pick in the first round. That is one of the the great things. You also get the first pick in the second round, the third round, the fourth. You get the best player in each round theoretically. So it's like okay, we're gonna lose. I know we don't like to lose games on purpose or tank because we're all kind of sick of it. But in the bigger picture, now that we're kind of restarting, new GM, new coach, new everything. It's not the worst thing in the world. It's not terrible. But yeah, no chance. Uh, I mean, what do you want me to say? Even in my preview at the very beginning of the season, I predicted the Lions to go 14-2, and and they had two losses, and they were both against the Packers. I'm your positive guy, and I'm telling you, this is not going to be fantastic. It's just not. And the fact that they moved it to 325 off the noon game, that stinks. That stinks. I don't know. It's just we're gonna get we're not gonna get exposed because of the what's the I mean, it's all positive. It's all positive. The worst thing, what are we gonna do? It's a win-win situation. I mean that by saying if we win, we do what we talked about, we tank, get a better draft pick. But if we win, I mean, we beat the freaking Packers. I'll take that every time. I'll take it's like beating the Bears last week. It's like, well, if we lose, you know, it's not the worst thing. But if we win, I mean, at least we beat the freaking Bears and the Packers. That's a lot of fun for me. Uh, little story. Uh, World of Isaac, a great Twitter uh, page. Uh, he was on a podcast. I can't remember the show of it, so I'll try to remember. If you ask, I'll 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 send you the link. Where the guy, host of the show, tells World of Isaac that he saw, quote, Robert Sala would walk to Detroit. 
Robert Sala, let me say that again, Robert Sala would walk to Detroit for this job. How are we not... How how are we not as a fandom seeing stories like this, seeing him coach? I don't care that he gave up a bunch of points to the Bills. That's a tough team, and they're really hurt. How are we not sending all of our money to this guy? How? This guy's awesome. I love this guy. I, I, I know I've said in the past, I don't want a defensive guru. I want an offensive guru. I'm, I'm an idiot. Don't listen to me. Send all of our money. Send all of our resources to this guy because I want him here tomorrow. That's what I want. I love this guy. I watched the 49ers. I watched a couple people because I'm I'm an idiot. I'll admit it. I don't know anything about defense and crap like that. I know that giving up a lot of points is not good, which Matt Patricia did, so obviously he's a moron. But I saw some I saw some people break it down. He's really smart with his blitz packaging. He's really smart. He actually sends a blitz. I don't think I've seen a blitz in Detroit since since freaking Marinelli. Well, Jim Schwartz, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely saw it there. But you get the point. Sign this man up. Sign him up. Sign him up. And him and John Dorsey. Everybody talks about the coach. Everybody wants to talk, oh, what are we going to do with the coach? The coach only can do so much if he doesn't have the players. Okay? The coach can do only so much if he doesn't have the right players. The key to every single organization is the GM position. Okay? And John Dorsey is unemployed, not doing anything, probably sitting in Del Boca Vista right now waiting for somebody to call. Call John Dorsey, please. Please call John Dorsey. Get that man on the phone. I need him. I do. I need him. All right, a little look around the NFL. I'm going to give you a bunch of quick predictions. Uh, Just not going to go against the spread because I've learned that I'm just terrible at it. So I'm just going to pick up straight up. Um, Just a couple of games that really pop out in my mind. Texans-Bears. I really hope the Texans win. I hope the Bears just completely crumble. I mean completely crumble. That'd be hilarious. Vikings uh Buccaneers. This will be an interesting game for the Vikings cuz I truly I'm I'm high on the Vikings. I've been high on the Vikings since they beat us and then they kind of started getting on a roll, started figuring it out. Well, it was the week before when they beat the Packers. They started getting on this roll where they figured out their offense. They figured out, "Hey, giving the ball to Dalvin Cook, throwing it to Jefferson and throwing it to Thielen is really good combo. It's what Case Keenum did when they made it to the NFC Championship game. They were like, hey, we've got two really good wide receivers and a good running game. That's our offense. And they did it. And they they made it happen. Uh, Seahawks, Jets. Jets are going to go 0-16. And boy, it is awesome. Saints, Eagles. I think that's going to be an interesting game. Hurts is in. Saints aren't as good as their record. With Taysom Hill, they're not that good. As an Alvin Kamara fantasy owner he stinks i hate hill but this is a psa little psa to all my fantasy football owners good luck to you this week and if you have a bye week congratulations good luck to all the fantasy owners because playoffs start now good luck all right um washington football team 49ers that'll be a good game well obviously watch that for obvious reasons and then the sunday night game steelers bills josh allen so good. Steelers are a little bit overrated. Funny that everybody's saying it. And I saw a couple Lions fans, and I've said this in the past about I saw a Chiefs fan complaining about Andy Reid play calling. I wish, 
I wish I was 11 and 1 and can complain. I can't even imagine what that lifestyle is like. I couldn't. I really, I, I really don't. I can't imagine being that happy all the time. I would, I would think that if I was eleven, if my, if the Lions were eleven and one, that I would just walk around happy. Like I, I would be a guy like in the nineteen twenties who just walked down the street and just started buying bagels just because they smelled fresh. Like that's the kind of person I'd be. I have no idea where I came up with that in my head, honestly. I just got done watching Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's a great show if you haven't seen it. All right, let's uh, switch gears. College football, Michigan. Uh... <laughs> Michigan uh, dodges Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. Michigan dodges Ohio State. Okay. <laughs> I told you last week. I told you. I'll take any bet. I'll bet you anything that the Michigan will avoid it. Everybody should have saw that coming. It's no surprise. And then the Big Ten flip flops on their th- on their rules, and they're like, "Oh, we'll we'll just let Ohio State have five games. Well, it's fine. Don't even worry about it. It's cool." Duh, that was gonna happen. No duh. It was obvious. It was obvious that that was gonna be the plan. It's hilarious. It's frustrating, but it's obvious. Some other notable games, Nebraska and uh, Minnesota. Nebraska at home. They're going to win big. I'm a Nebraska guy as well. They're back. Scott Frost, I believe in you. Army, Navy, awesome game. Awesome, awesome, awesome game. I had a, I have a family friend um, that used to be the defensive coordinator for Army, so I've always rooted for Army in this game, and they're the heavy favorites. Some other fun games, Northwestern and Illinois. It's just another nice, interesting rivalry game. Uh, North Carolina, Miami, that'll be a fantastic game. Uh, Wisconsin, Iowa, that'll be another get game. But I think Wisconsin's kind of quit on this season, and Iowa, unfortunately, is going to win that game, even though I hate Iowa more than I hate anything in the world. Uh, minus the Bears. Uh, Michigan State, Penn State. Penn State's getting hot. Miss Penn State's getting hot. But, but listen here. Penn State, even though they're hot right now, Rocky Lombardi can do two things, throw interceptions and throw touchdowns. Don't be surprised if Michigan State wins this game. Just don't be surprised, all right? Just don't be surprised because I love – he's my favorite quarterback in the NCAA. I mean, he just throw. I mean – he literally – he reminds me of when I was in middle school playing that 500 game where you throw the ball in the air and go, ah, magic box – 500 it's magic boxes mystery box pierce get your head out of your butt uh some other good games uh lsu putting the one year bowl ban on them this year yeah yeah we're gonna hey hey ncaa you know what you don't have to penalize us for having odell beckham jr pay all of our players you know what we're gonna do we're gonna ban ourselves for the bowl games this year thank you i want my credit thank you thank you appreciate it appreciate it and then uh lastly the my favorite color game let me explain this in college football, there's a couple of games where the colors pop on the screen, and it's just fun for your eyes to watch. USC at UCLA. The Rose Bowl and those jerseys, the red, the blue. Oh, awesome game to watch. What an awesome game to watch. I love that game, so I'll definitely be watching that. NCAA basketball, switch of gears. Big 10 is good. Big 10 is good. It's hard to explain because I was uh, – 
I was trying to explain this to somebody at my work today, and they're like, oh, you know, the Big Ten, you know, they're, they're not really a basketball conference. And I'm like, yes, they are. They've always been a basketball conference, okay? And it's always because we lose this damn ACC Big Ten challenge. But now that we're dominating, and this conference is so good and so deep. Oh, the, this Michigan State basketball team would be the number one team in the Big Ten easily, I would say 75% out of the years, easily. But this Big Ten conference is so deep. It's not a diss against Michigan State. It's the fact that this Big Ten conference is so deep. Illinois, Iowa, Wisconsin's good. Michigan State, Michigan State's third or fourth. Illinois is the best team in the conference. Iowa and Kofi Coburn's the best combo in the Big Ten. It's not even close. Iowa has Luka Garza. Yeah, Illinois has Kofi Coburn, and then they have Iowa. Come on. Illinois is really good. I don't, don't, don't get scared about that Baylor loss if you're betting on Illinois to make it to the Final Four. Trust the fact that Illinois can do it. They've got the right pieces. They've got the right shooters. They've got the right coach. But the point is, Michigan State's still really good. They can make a Final Four run as well. The Big Ten is just so damn deep. And they're just going to beat the heck out of each other all year long. All year long. I mean, I watched Indiana versus Florida State, and they barely lose in a buzzer beat. Not a buzzer beater, but you get kind of a buzzer beater against Florida State. Florida State's got some dudes. And Indiana went down to Florida State and lost by two. That should scare you. Penn State won big the other day. Everybody was like, oh, Penn State, Penn State, no, they're no good. They lost their coach. It's a scary team. Nebraska and Minnesota are probably at the basement. Other than that, Big Ten's deep. They're really good. Reminds me, though, two days we're one day away from NBA preseason, and we're two weeks away from the Pistons starting out their year. I'll do a little preview next week, but uh, it's just fun. It's just fun having all these sports come back, and the NBA's doing it right. Having them come back near Christmas just feels right, doesn't it? I think it does. Because that's when the NBA starts, you know, actually. I mean, it, it essentially does start on Christmas. They play the games, and then you start paying attention because the NFL starts tailing off. NCAA basketball, you kind of are in the mood because, you know, you're starting to get in conference. NBA should really just start on Christmas, but it's a money grab. NHL also today confirmed that they're going to split up the teams – Split up the divisions by geographic locations. This brings in something that I'd like to call not good news for the Red Wings. Because we have to play the Blackhawks. And I hate it when we lose to the Blackhawks. I hate it. I hate the Blackhawks. And look, it's just going to be a bad year this year. And I feel like a broken record because I talk about the Tigers like this in the exact same way. Gotta wait. Just have to be patient. We have to be patient with the Tigers and the Red Wings. They have a serious chance of winning the championships in 2022, 2023, 2024. But it just takes, it's going to take some freaking time. It's going to take time. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Speaking about the Tigers, MLB, winter offseason. Offseason's coming up. My boy, Scott Bentley, if you don't follow him on Twitter, follow him. He got it trending on uh, Twitter. Very, very awesome. I love Scott. Scott's a great Twitter. Uh, he's he's great. Funny, funny guy. Very smart. 
Doll to Detroit. Hashtag Doll to Detroit. Let's get it going. I love it. I love it so much. It's great. What the heck? Why not? He's a good hitter. We need a hitter. It all makes sense. What the heck? Why not? But here are some other things I'd like to see from the Tigers this offseason. I would... It's more or less the things I would hope not to see, but also see. You get one. You'll see what I'm saying. This isn't the team that's going to win the World Series. Why Dahl makes sense is because you can get him for cheap because he's got hurt. He's kind of like CJ Crone in that way, where you can get him for cheap, have him bet on himself, and really work out. If you can get Dahl on like a two two year contract that's very team friendly, very low, which is probably possible. I, I promise you it's possible. If you get him, get uh, CJ Crone, guys like that, that can help move us along to the next year. That's kind of what I want to see. Because for me personally, I don't like, I know that this is going to get everybody wants, oh, let's go get uh, DJ LeMayhew, right? Let's go pay him eight years, 200 million. Let's calm down, okay? Let's calm down. We've got the second best farm system in the league. We've got all the pieces that we need. Maybe coming. We may need some middle infielders. Let's not spend all the money now. Let's wait a little bit. See where these players go and then spend the money. All right? Let's just calm down just a little bit. But I do agree with Scott. Dahl makes a lot of sense. He does. He does. But like... See what Carlos Santana did for the for the Kansas City Royals. Two-year deal, going to be there for a little bit, hit a couple of home runs, make us all excited, win a couple of baseball games, and then move on. You know? What the heck? Get a guy like that. Get a guy like CJ Crone. I've already said that 15 times. Uh, I don't know. Maybe go out and get uh, Kurt Suzuki. I'm just looking at a list of players now. I don't even know. Jonathan Scope would be great, by the way. Get him back. You get the point. We got to wait till 2022. We have to wait till 2022 because then CJ Mize, uh, CJ Mize, geez, Casey Mize, all these young, Matt Manning, all these young guys are going to be in the team. And we're going to be able to have a better understanding about what we're actually going to need. Yeah. All right. Ending thought. Last thought. Last thing before we go on this wonderful Thursday. All right. Win or lose on Sunday against the Packers, we will still booze with happiness. That is just a fact. That is just a fact. There's no downside. There's no downside. There's no reason to be sad. There's no reason to be, you know, worried or staying up at night or being upset. Win or lose, we're going to booze with happiness. All right? It's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. All right, thank you guys so much for listening. Have a great weekend. Tweet at me what you think. Tweet at me some predictions. I love talking to you. I love hearing from you. Thank you guys so much. God bless and go Lions.